Good morning, my friend. I hope you're doing well. I am excited to be with you today. It's the seventh day of December. We're drying things up, and I hope that you're with us on this journey of trying to embrace the new thing that God has in store for us. We're going to finish this year strong, okay? Wherever you are in your spiritual journey, your emotional journey, your relationships, your fitness, your finances, whatever is going on in your life, friend, you can make it better than it has been. God has a new thing that he wants to do for you. And that's kind of what December is going to be about. And if you haven't started with us yet, hey, today is the 7th, Pearl Harbor Day, by the way. Don't forget the amazing things that happened in World War II and, and uh, all those who lost their lives defending our country and the cause of freedom. Uh, it's a day that it will live in infamy. Of course it has. Um, but if you if you haven't started yet on dry December, there, there's some place in your life that something that that you keep circling around that's holding you back or hindering you in some way it doesn't have to be a sinful thing but if there's something that you know you would be better off if you put aside and focused on something else focused on god or a relationship or your family or something else other than this thing then it's time to get started it's time to get after it and so that's what dry december is about it doesn't have to be about alcohol or numbing behaviors or gambling or pornography or any of that it can be just something if there's something that you're have created an idol out of or that you're spending more time on than you ought to or that's causing you some sort of trouble in your life or just costing you focus or presence then it's time to put it aside right time to put the phone down get off instagram and spend more time with your wife or your husband or your kids whatever it is it's time to get after today's the day okay we got three weeks left in this year and we're going to finish strong so let's get after it now i want to give you resources okay one of the things we're always talking about is how you can't change your life until you change your mind many of us are struggling we're struggling with anxiety with relationship problems we're worried about something that somebody said or did or they might feel or think or we're worried about how somebody else is out there behaving towards us or we maybe we had a, a break in a relationship and we don't know what to do and it's creating anxiety okay you got stress and anxiety around a situation that you don't know what to do about well i'm gonna give you some tools my, my new book hope is the first dose we talk a lot about the treatment plan for how to deal with these massive things that come along in life the treatment plan also works for how to deal with the everyday anxieties and stresses and one of them is obviously prayer and worship Okay, are great ways to get out of your own mind and focus on somebody bigger than you who can help you with these problems in your life. But on a practical level, the way we do that is I want you to have a, a tool chest. I want you to have a, a, a set of instruments that you can use for self-brain surgery, however, whatever metaphor you want to wrap it in, a, a library full of resources. And I want to give you some of my favorite ones as we get close to the end of the year. We're going to do several episodes. And I was going to, I've said it before that we were going to do top five worship albums, top five books, those kinds of things. But as I thought about it, like you don't need me to just give you a list of albums that I like. And here's here's what you need. I need a set of resources that I can go to and a set of tools and instruments and procedures that I can grab onto when I need help. And for me, worship is one of those. Tommy Walker wrote a song a while back on his Highest Praises albums that's one of the greatest worship albums ever written, in my opinion. This song called Worship is the Way. And he, what he said is, worship is the way I find my strength. Worship is the way I find my peace. Worship is the way I find everything that I need to get through this hard life. I turn up to to worship and that helps me break away from the thing that I'm having trouble with. Worship is is a key pathway back to the peace and hope and happiness and and 
stability that God has in store for you, that he wants for you, this abundance that he promises us in, in John 10.10, 10, that thief comes to steal and kill and destroy. Our lives are constantly being harassed by difficulties, travails, and troubles in life. And I think that's because we have an enemy who doesn't want us to be at peace, because if you're not at peace, you won't have uh, the opportunity to shine a light on the good things that are out there for other people and bring hope to them, right? And the less hope there is, the more trouble there is, and the more we reach for the bottle or the more we reach for something else to kind of turn our brains off. We had to have hope, and we have to have a purpose and a passion in this life. And worship, for me, does that. So today, I'm just going to give you there's no way I can give you a top five books. I've read so many great books in t- 2022, and there's so much good worship music out there. There's no way I can give you the top five and have it be all of it. So today I'm going to give you one artist that you may never have heard of, or if you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you probably have, but an artist who has influenced Christian music and worship music a lot. And just as a, as an aside, there's a difference between Christian music and worship music. And in my mind, contemporary Christian music is uplifting, positive music that's Christian in theme, but isn't actually worship music. And great bands like Mercy Me and Casting Crowns have lots of uplifting songs, and they're great on the radio. They're great on your drive to work, and they're very, very great. But they're not worship music. And worship music, those bands do have some worship music, but but actual worship music, if I think about it that way, is a song that gets me singing to God about God. God or what God does or has done or will do. It gets me reminded of his promises, generally reflecting on scripture. That's the kind of music that I think has a particular power to help us when we're diff- having difficulties in our lives. Worship music will come back to you when if you, if you preload your heart and prehab yourself with good worship music and scripture and good books to read, then I think when you have a hard time and you're dealing with something hard, the Holy Spirit will bring those back to your mind and you'll find yourself in a, in a moment of praise and they'll get you out of some of your problems. It sounds crazy, but it really works. It's great self-brain surgery. So today I'm going to introduce you to an artist. Brenton Brown is one of my favorite worship artists of all time. I'm going to give you some of his songs. He's had a huge influence on worship music. He's written tons of songs that you've heard on the radio or sung in church. If your church plays contemporary music or worship music, I'm certain that you've heard many of his songs, sung many of them, and you know him. But he hasn't hasn't released an album in a few years. He hasn't been super active in the in the touring and releasing records but he's still writing and he's written some songs that you've sung in your church recently and so we're going to talk a little bit about brenton brown and i'm going to give you i couldn't come up with a top five because there were so many books so i'm going to give you kind of five or six books today just to mention them in a quick little overview and then the rest of the month we'll focus on what i would put in my top five i can't rank them one to five because they're all so great but i'm going to give you five books towards the end of the year that i think you really have to read and the ones we'll talk about today are right up there but i would if i had to list them one to ten or one to fifteen these would be not in the very top five but they're super powerful super useful books listen worship and good reading will change your mind, and it'll help you change your life, and it'll give you some tools when things feel out of control. So today we're going to do that. We're going to learn how to change our minds and change our lives by focusing on good music and good books, and Lisa's going to give us the good news, which is that we can always start today. Hey, are you ready to change your life? If the answer is yes, there's only one rule. You have to change your mind first. And my friend, there's a place where the neuroscience of how your mind works smashes together with faith and everything starts to make sense. That place is called self-brain surgery. You can learn it and it will help you become healthier, feel better, and be happier. And the good news is you can start today. 
Thanks, Lisa. Hey, so glad to have you listening today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I live in Nebraska in the United States of America with my incredible wife, Lisa, my father-in-law, Tata, and the super pups, Harvey and Lewis. I'm a neurosurgeon and an author, and I'm here to help you harness neuroscience, the power of your brain, faith, the power of your spirit, and good old common sense to help you lead a healthier, better, happier life. Listen, friend, you can't change your life until you change your mind, and I'm here to help you learn the art of self-brain surgery to get it done if you like the show. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about it. If you tell two or three friends this podcast was helpful to you, imagine how much good we can all do around the world together. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I'm here to help you change your mind so you can change your life. Let's get after it. So, okay, unless you were under a rock somewhere, you've heard of Chris Tomlin. So Chris Tomlin, of course, is one of the most famous worship artists of all time. And in the early 2000s, through really still today he's his songs have been sung in just about every church everywhere you've heard many 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 of his songs one of them that kind of got him started one of his big early hits was a song called everlasting god here it is interesting thing you may not know about that song is that it was written by Brenton Brown. Brenton Brown's version of it, slightly different, goes like this. Thank you. 
It's always interesting to me to see how two different artists handle songs that they wrote or that somebody else wrote differently. When they write together, it's very interesting to me to see how when they release the song separately, how it sounds. A good example is a song called Hosanna. Lisa and I used to lead worship, and we led Hosanna a million times, and the version that we were most often leading was similar to Paul Balash's version. I've, I've told you about Paul Balash many times. He's been on the podcast. He's one of my favorite songwriters, and he's had a huge influence on the church uh, with songs like Above All and Open the Eyes of My Heart. But one of Paul's big hits is a song called Hosanna, and Paul's version goes like this. song, right? But again, Paul co-wrote that song. It's not just his. He co-wrote it with guess who? Brenton Brown. Here's Brenton Brown's version. Great version of that song. 
Brenton Brown's two best albums, in my opinion, are from way back in 2006 and 2008. And in that time frame, he was writing and lots of other artists were covering his songs. Okay, I'm going to give you those two albums in just a second. But two of the songs, are, I've already covered two of the songs. One of the songs that you almost certainly heard before is a song called Hallelujah, Your Love is Amazing. And that song was covered by a pretty famous group that's still out there, Phillips, Craig, and Dean. Here's their version. Your love is amazing, steady and unchanging. Your love is a mountain firm beneath my feet. Your love is a mystery, how you gently lift me. When I am surrounded, your love carries me. Your love is surprising, and I can feel it rising. All the joy that's growing deep inside of me. And every time I see you, all your goodness shines through. And I can feel this God song. Rising up in me Hallelujah, Your Love is Amazing, covered by Phillips, Craig, and Dean. The album Everlasting God and Because of Your Love, those two albums, if you want to spend an hour or so in great worship and get some good music in your head and in your heart, those two albums from Brenton Brown, 2006 and 2008, get them on Spotify or wherever you listen to music. Apple Music is where I go. And here's Brenton Brown's version of Hallelujah, Your Love is Amazing. And I'm going to tell you a story about him in just a moment. Hallelujah, 
after 2008 or so, Brenton kind of dropped off the radar in terms of releasing albums and touring and that whole thing. And what happened is he and his wife both developed chronic fatigue syndrome and they were sick. And then while they were dealing with that, they lost a child. And then shortly after they were dealing with that, after losing a child, they had a house fire and lost all of their earthly possessions during one of the California wildfires. So they've been through some major adversity and trauma. And so his public ministry has kind of died down as he's been dealing with personal stuff. But he's still out there writing. And I just I wanted to give you that little background as to why is, why is this guy not releasing new records? Well, that's why. Because everybody has life, and life brings you these massive things, right? So there's just a lot going on in his world. But he's written some of these songs that, that get in my heart and give me something to fall back on when I'm struggling. Sometimes a scripture comes to mind. Sometimes something I've read comes to mind. But often it's worship music. And here's one of the songs that I fall onto when I'm struggling. And when I'm, I'm saying, God, I feel kind of out of control. What can I do? I need you to reign in me. Brenton Brown wrote a song called Lord Reign in Me. Here it is. in that mode i just asked god rain in me rain in me i need you to take control of this situation so that that's the sort of thing that worship music will do for you okay i'll call it prehab like you put good music good words good things in your heart then when life gets hard those things come back to you and you can stop this crazy spin cycle that you can get yourself into of catastrophization like what'll happen if you don't have good stuff in your heart ahead of time is you'll have a thought nobody loves me or my kids hate me or this happened or that happened he's going to leave money's going to run out and you'll something like that'll happen your that thought will pop into your head and you'll spin into well if that's true what happens next i'm going to end up alone broke going to get cancer whatever you, you just spin down into the spin cycle and you can't hear anything true or good when that's happening in your head right 
So what you need is something to say, time out, wait a minute, I'm going to call on this promise, I'm going to remember that song, I'm going to remember that thing I read last week. And so in the in the spirit of that, I'm going to give you a few books that if, if you forced me at gunpoint to list my top five books of this year that I've read, I wouldn't put these in the top five, not because they're not great, they're amazing books. But for very specific reasons, I've got five that I think are the top five from this year for me. So if you said, hey, what are your not top five? What are the next ones? I want to give you a few that I think are worth your time, worth your money, worth the effort to read, and that will help you. And so let me just give you a few of them, and then we're going to come back in a minute. I'm going to give you one song that Brenton Brown wrote recently that I'm sure you've heard if you listen to contemporary Christian music or worship music on the radio, or if your song, your church sings this type of music. I'm sure you've heard this song. And I'm going to leave you with one song that I use that helps me to do self-brain surgery when I need to get back on track with my thinking, a song that Brenton Brown released a while back called Wonderful that Lisa and I have led in worship a million times. But let me give you a few books here. Okay, if you said, hey, Lee, what are your great books that you've read this year that you wouldn't put in your very top five? One of them is a fascinating book, brilliant and beautiful book called Rembrandt is in the Wind, Learning to Love Art Through the Eyes of Faith by Russ Ramsey. This is a book that I listened to on Audible and subsequently bought because it contains a lot of art that you need to see. So it's, it contains visual stuff that you need to see. And it's a book about art and how art can help you open your eyes to faith and vice versa, how faith can lead you to love art. Our daughter, Kimberlyn, is a fine artist. And so I, I bought this book originally thinking it would be something she would be interested in. And before I passed it on to her, I wanted to see. And I found myself captivated by it. So Rembrandt is in the Wind, Learning to Love Art Through the Eyes of Faith by Russ Ramsey is one of those books that I, I wouldn't put in my top five, not because it's not amazing, because it is, but because it's not specifically the type of book that will resonate with everyone. But this book to me was fascinating and brilliant and beautifully done. I'm going to try to get Russ Ramsey on the podcast sometime because I think it would be a really wonderful conversation. So Russ Ramsey, Rembrandt is in the wind. Another one, Surprised by Hope by N.T. Wright. Great theology book. And it talks about progressivism and it talks about why Christians have a reasonable basis for hope in the resurrection and in life in general. And and it's just a really powerful book. But N.T. Wright's work is, is not super easy and it's not light or fluffy it's deep and it's hard and it's challenging and it'll shake you up a little bit nt wright's book surprised by hope i think was a powerful book that really helped me a lot this year another one dustin bingy's book the loveliest place is a book about the church and why you should love the church why the church has gotten a bad name in recent years and and it's a it's a wonderful look at jesus's bride jesus loves the church he died for the church and he intends to come back and and unite the church and spend eternity with the church. So we need to know why the church is the loveliest place. And that book by Dustin Binky, he actually was scheduled to be on the podcast and we both, I had a conflict and then the next time he had a conflict and we just never got it done. So maybe sometime we'll be able to have Dustin Binky on the show. A wonderful book from Crossway. They're putting out some beautiful books right now. The Loveliest Place by Dustin Binky. Another one, two books by Eugene Peterson. We've talked about a lot this year. Eat This Book and A Long Obedience in the Same Direction by Eugene Peterson. Those two books will change the way you think about what the Word of God can do for you and about your life as a Christian. And if you haven't read them, you need to read them. Eat This Book and A Long Obedience in the Same Direction by Eugene Peterson. Those are only not in the top five because another one of his books is in the top five, and I don't want to saturate it with one writer. But those two books, Eat This Book and A Long Obedience in the Same Direction by Eugene Peterson. Why am I mentioning books? I think if you go to your Kindle library or look on your shelf or look at your library card and see what you've 
put your brain on in the last year, if if most of the books that you've read are not spiritual in some way, if if you've read Harry Potter twenty five times but you haven't read Surprised by Hope by N.T. Wright, then I would suggest to you that you're robbing yourself of some power. So good stories and fascinating page turners are wonderful, and I love a, a great novel. Two of my favorite novels of all time: Silence of the Lambs by Thomas Harris. And The Beekeeper of Aleppo by Christy Lefteri. Those are, those are powerful books, and I learned how to tell stories better by reading them, okay? But you need some stuff in your brain and heart that will point you back to the cross, that will give you some weapons and some tools to fight these hard battles of life, to help you assuage the wounds that life brings to you, and to have some tools to do self-brain surgery when you need it. And Christian books, theological books, books about the Lord, books about the Bible, books about how to solve certain spiritual problems in your life, I think have immense value. And so I would just challenge you to add some of those into your reading. Don't stop reading Harry Potter. I'm not saying that. But add some stuff in that's on a different plane. Okay. Another book I read this year, Suffering, by Paul David Tripp. A tremendous look at grief and pain and suffering and hardship in life. And it's very, very helpful. Suffering by Paul David Tripp. And then my friend Daniel Amen wrote Your Brain is Always Listening, which I think is a tremendous book. One of two books by Daniel Amen that I highly recommend this year. One's in the top five. This one, one of the best books about neuroscience and how to put your thinking together ever. Your Brain is Always Listening by Daniel Amen. Another book about grief. We recently had Clarissa Mall on the podcast, Beyond the Darkness, a helpful guide when you're dealing with hard things. Clarissa Mall's book, Beyond the Darkness, is right there. And finally, This Naked Mind by Annie Grace. She was recently on the podcast, too. This book is a life-changing look at anything that you're using as a substitute Anything you're using as a crutch, anything you're using as numbness, she specifically, this naked mind is specifically about alcohol, but but I think it has value and power to help you understand the problem, the psychological problem with numbing behaviors and how to break free of them. And I think it will be life-changing for you if you took the time to read it, This Naked Mind by Annie Grace. Uh, not in the top five, just because not everybody struggles with this. But it's it's definitely a very useful and powerful book for you. So This Naked Mind by Annie Gray. So those are five books or five or six books. I'm not sure how many I just told you about. Several books that I think I wouldn't put in my top five, five, but they are powerful and life-changing books. And you ought to have them on your shelf or at least consider them. Rembrandt is in the Wind by Russ Ramsey. Surprised by Hope by N.T. Wright. The Loveliest Place by Dustin Bengi. Eat This Book and A Long and Obedience in the Same Direction by Eugene Peterson. Suffering by Paul David Tripp. Your Brain is Always Listening by Daniel Amen. Beyond the Darkness by Clarissa Mall. And This Naked Mind by Annie Grace. Those are my not top five, but top, top, top books of 2022. Now, finally, friend, we're at about the half hour mark. I'm going to let you go for today. But I'm going to give you two songs by Brendan Brown that I think will be useful. If you've been listening to Christian music in the last three years, you have heard this song. You have. If you've been to church where they do contemporary Christian worship, you've probably sung this in your church. But you didn't know it was written by Brenton Brown. And here's his version of it, The Lion and the Lamb. He's coming on the clouds, kings and kingdoms will bow. Every chain will break His broken hearts declare His praise For who can stop the Lord Almighty? Our God is the Lion, the Lion of Judah He's roaring in power 
Just like I couldn't pick a top five books, I couldn't possibly pick a top five worship albums. But I wanted to give you Brenton Brown as a songwriter, as somebody to check out. He's got some great records and back in 2006, 2008, 2010, tremendous records. But he is still influencing the church. The Lion and the Lamb, one of the most powerful worship songs ever. And I think it was just good. I wanted you to know that he wrote it. Now I'm going to leave you with a song called Wonderful that Brenton Brown wrote, that Lisa and I have led in worship a million times, not a million times, but we led this song in worship many, many times, and it's one of those songs that I go back to when I need to put something in my heart and in my head that helps me to remember who he is and how he can help me with the problems I'm facing in my life. There's some lines and some lyrics in there that just help me, remind me of who he is and what he can do for me. When life says there's no power, there's no no hope, there's no way out, this song will pop into my head, wonderful, wonderful. You're the one thing that we need. 
creator, sustainer. You're everything. You're everything. The one thing that I need, you're wonderful. That'll pop into my head. And when I turn away from my problem and toward those promises and I remind myself who he is, then I remember that I've been in trouble before and I made it out. And you remember the two components of hope that I told you about? Hope is a verb. It's an action word. There's memory and movement. And you need to remember the things that have happened before. You've been in trouble before. You had a problem before. You had a scary diagnosis before. You thought your relationship was in trouble before. And somehow you made it through. He helped you. He sustained you. He helped you. He was the one thing that you needed. And so because of that was true in the past, it can be true in the future. So now you move you open your voice, you sing, you pray, you read, you, you study, and then you he asks him for clarity and direction, and he gives it to you, and it works out. And even if it, the solution or the outcome isn't what you thought, you still have peace and hope because you know he's with you, and you know that his plan, whatever it is, is going to be okay, that, that it's going to be okay because his plan is better than your plan. You want what he wants. You start becoming hungry and thirsty for what he wants, and you find that you're more filled. You take on his yoke, and you find that you're more rested. And so I'm going to leave you with this song, Wonderful, by Brenton Brown. I just wanted to introduce you to this great artist. I, I, I would love to have him on the podcast someday just to talk about songwriting and about his view and how he is able to come up with these songs that make such a difference in the world. But, but put this stuff in your head and your heart, friend. It'll help you. I promise you. It's one of the tools that you can use, having good worship music, good books, good words on top of Scripture in your head and in your heart that will help you change your mind and change your life and it'll help you start today.
Hey, thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the show so you automatically get every episode. And if you like the show, you'll love my weekly letter. Check out my writing at drleewarren.substack.com, drleewarren.substack.com. Get the free newsletter every week for my best prescriptions for becoming healthier, feeling better, and being happier through the power of faith and neuroscience smashing together via self-brain surgery, drleewarren.substack.com. And if you need prayer, go to the prayer wall at wleewarrenmb.com slash prayer. The theme music for the show is Make Us One by Tommy Walker, graciously provided for free by the great folks over at tommywalkerministries.org. Check it out and consider supporting them, tommywalkerministries.org. Remember, you can't change your life until you change your mind. And the good news is you can start today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren. I'll talk to you soon. God bless you, friend. Have a great day.